Welcome to Goiter Dialogues by the Goiter Institute, Max Müller Bhavan, New Delhi. Our podcast where we talk about art, culture, education and civil society with people from all walks of life. So get ready for some interesting conversations with some very interesting personalities. Hosted by Puneet Kaur. Hello, Puneet and welcome to Goethe Dialogues. Our guest today is Nandanita, an ex-colleague here at the Goethe Institute. She has taught here, she's worked with here in the education services, but now she teaches at international school in Frankfurt. But we're not talking to Nandini today as a colleague, as a teaching colleague, but as someone who is an influencer, or that's what we would like to call her. <laughs> she has an Insta account, which is very popular. Yeah. And she's been running it for the past two, three years in Frankfurt and has uh, built up a rather, rather large following. So Nandini, if I were to say you, you were an influencer, as I mentioned earlier, would that be a correct description of for the work you do? Um, thanks, Puneet, first of all, for having me. And yes, I think um, influencer is a rather a very heavy term for me. And uh, if you ask me if would I like to call myself an influencer, I would rather stick to being a co- content creator. Although uh, as your number goes up, you just can't stop uh, or you eventually become one. But that was not the idea when I actually started creating content for my audience. So when I moved to Germany, I, as you already introduced me as a German teacher, so I have taught German for many years and I had this idea for my audience that why not create content for people who are learning German language and who are not in Germany, but in any other country. So I thought, let's let's show them the real Germany through my experiences, through my eyes. And that's how I started creating content for them to show them the life in Germany. And eventually I also started making create like also started creating content for people who are willing to move to Germany for um, jobs or for education. And then also I realized there's there's need to talk about um, about there's need to make content for people who are new in Germany. And then I started making creative like that. Then I started creating content for uh, people who are newcomers in Germany. And that's how it all started. And uh, that's the reason I call myself a content creator. And that's what I do. And that's what I love to do. And uh, when I use the word influencer, I feel that it's a heavy word because then it shows that you have the ability to influence people. But that was not the idea. But as as I already said, when you are becoming famous, the moment people start trusting your opinions, your decisions, you they they call they start calling you as an influencer eventually, even if you don't like it. So this is basically when if I sort of look back a little, your journey as a content creator and influencer started when you sort of started started moving from the India to Frankfurt. Yeah, yeah, that's Frankfurt. right. So initially you talked about what is it, how do you prepare yourself for a trip to Germany or a stay in Germany. And once you were there, you started talking about how one settles down in Germany. What are the problems one encounters? What, what does one need to do? So this uh, content that you have created over the past through three, four years also reflects your own journey, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I, I would definitely, yeah, I would describe it this way because the, the 
the type of challenges i faced the type of experiences that i had so my own journey like it it is somehow the reflection of my own journey what all i have been through and what all one should be prepared for so that's how i always came up with new type of content and right now that's the reason i have three or four types of content for people uh, who are watching me what are these three four types of content so the one would be life in germany which is like very basic things which are th basic things about all the regular things the daily things about life in germany and the other one is career and education so it's basically for people who are willing to move to germany for work or for education the third one is info for newcomers so anything which a newcomer needs to know because there are times when you are not sure how to actually go about it once you are in germany what are the next steps and or let's say the german you require the survival german you require at the beginning if you are somebody who hasn't learned german at all and the last one is travel because a lot of people also uh, want to know about your travel experiences if you travel in europe and then you share your experiences and also um, a little bit about the places you have discovered and your recommendations so that's how i started making content on travel across europe as well now today a lot of young people say that you know i want to be an influencer it seems almost like a dream profession yeah yeah <laughs> um, so they set out trying to be influencers in your case on the other hand you said you said i didn't want to be an influencer i was a content creator or a content creator but you have become an influencer do you think that the reason is because your content that you created was authentic uh it came from your own experiences your personal experiences that they struck a chord and they were so successful and slowly and steadily you became an influencer so maybe is that the way to go that whatever content you create should be also authentic should be come back close to you and that's how it makes sense to others yeah i think uh, that that is something which worked well in my case because i was like when i started it i was really interested in creating content that was the only aim and gaining popularity or let's say becoming famous or you know choosing a career path which is too which is really enticing these days that was not the idea but if i talk about youngsters when they see the life of an influencer they they really feel that you know the life is glamorous and they get easily lured by that kind of life and then that's why there the there's a graining popularity there's like the the 9 to 5 job to them looks really boring these days and they want to have that kind of lifestyle but if you come like if you enter this world with the mindset that you're going to be really popular there are different setbacks so uh, i think it depends a lot on the goal what is the goal in your mind is it just about the popularity are you easily affected or lured by the lifestyle of the influencers that you see or do you have a clear goal in your mind that you have something clear content that you would like to offer your audience so that makes a difference i guess so you started you said you did content creation and you thought yeah. trying to be an influencer but because yeah. it was the right kind of content that you were offering authentic content content it was successful and today you have a large following now how large is this following yeah so i i have right now um 102000 followers okay. and uh, yeah so but yeah it 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 didn't happen overnight i think it's very important for any person who wants to uh, be a part of this world to know that it takes time and especially when it comes to algorithms the instagram algorithms it's really uh, difficult to understand how this actually you know works 
because sometimes we think that our content is authentic and we are trying our best and it takes years to get this kind of following and sometimes it happens within few months so the the visibility on instagram on channels like instagram is very uh, i would say questionable how would you define it most of the in most of the cases what you expect and what it exactly turns out to be it's different so in my case i would say for like the initial part was not very easy it took me months to reach 10000 followers and then when i was taking it slow i was uh, enjoying it then it it turned out that overnight i have 50000 so you never know what's what's in store for you what's coming and if you just don't concentrate too much on followers it becomes better to create content but at the same time it does affect no matter how much you try to ignore that part would you able to give an example of one particular insta reel or a post that you had which sort of uh, boosted your for number of followers tremendously that it was so successful it went viral and suddenly overnight <laughs> you had 10000 or 20000 more followers yeah so i i can remember i remember one particular the first instagram reel that i posted which like the viral reel which was um, which went viral it was about something about what you can do in germany but uh, there are these are the don'ts like these things you cannot do in germany it was a very basic reel i made it like i had four or five points in my mind there was not even a clear background i just made that reel and posted and i was on a vacation so when i came back and i checked the number of following i saw that that was the first ever reel that went viral it had 500k views and then uh, i had very less expectations from that reel the reason it went viral is because it um, it got trolled by a lot of people especially people who are in india and they were making fun of me that you you people are in germany and you can't even do that and then there were things like um, like jay walking you should not do jay walking in germany because there's a fine for that and then they were like but you should not do that in india either i i totally got their point but the point was what is common in which country that was the whole idea and i got trolled there was lot of hate comments and everything but with that comes also followers because the moment your reel gets more visibility it has to bring more followers so it was difficult for me at the same time it was quite overwhelming that i am gaining followers but at the same time i was not ready to be i was not ready to get trolled for the first time it i had this experience on instagram and uh, that was the first reel so i i actually had to turn off comments on that reel because people started commenting on my appearance on any anything like it went viral and it, it actually went in any other, like in all the possible directions so i had to turn off the comments because it started affecting my mental length, mental health so that was the first time i realized that the life of an influencer or content creator is not as easy or as rosy as it looks and uh, but it was the first time it takes time to accept the fact that when you are in social media you have to be ready for that part as well so it became better with time i would say when you say it became better with time is it that you couldn't deal with those comments better or that the comments become better or comments no the comments never get better uh-huh. <laughs> once you are viral like that's the reality of any viral reel once the reel is viral there will always be like the 
few first few comments will always be like very nice comments they will appreciate what you have done and the type of content but then the moment it gets viral you will get all sort of comments so the comments never get better it's just that you somehow learn how to deal with these type of comments and you have to learn that ignorance is bliss here so if you give more attention to these haters they will they crave for attention so you have to ignore them and then it it's okay you have to close your eyes sometimes and then be happy with it be happy in your own world okay now uh, that was a process that you went through now with your 100000 or followers uh, that are there is this particular uh, following that you have is it loyal or is it fickle that people just come and go and they leave and they find okay this particular post was viral it was interesting now let's move on and they sort of unfollow you how is it um i i would say the majority of the people here the majority of the followers that i have are loyal so they stick to you there are people who have been with me uh, from very like from day 1 they they uh, regularly dm me and appreciate me for my work and then there are people who are like i regularly watch your content i was in india now i'm in germany thanks for the process Th- like thanks for guiding me throughout the process so there are people who have been with me from like the very beginning but uh, having said that it doesn't mean that i don't have people who uh, unfollow me regularly but that's a very small part so for example if uh, talking about viral reels if a reel gets viral it brings a number of followers and then they follow you but if they realize within weeks that this is not the kind of content they were expecting they would immediately unfollow you they would not wait for you to create a different type of content because your content cannot be same every type and uh, when you are a content creator you are constantly pushing hard trying hard to you know maintain that creativity but not every reel not every post turns out to be the best one and something which is quite good for one person can be really boring for the other person so there are people who unfollow me but i would say that's a very uh, small number in comparison to what i have as being loyal people now followers influencers uh, when you're an influencer you have followers uh, people take it up as a profession because they feel that an influencer can monetize his or her status over there So do you really get that feeling that now that you have a fair amount of following that you can monetize it that it puts so instantly become something which even gets in your daily bread and more Um I think uh, that depends on the type of um, like channel you are on on a lot of youtuber these days they are actually leaving their 9 to 5 job to concentrate like totally on youtube instagram and other channels but uh, I am personally not really active on youtube although i do have a youtube channel as well and i'm working on it but uh, even i have seen lot of youtubers here who are doing their 9 to 5 job but they don't want to leave their job because that's a stable income for them nobody like nobody um, actually um, like anybody who has the side income they would love to have some kind of side income and youtube and instagram is mostly side income for lot of people like the extra income the very famous youtubers i would say uh, they these are the people who are totally into it and then they have left their job and they have monetized it and they are working just in one direction but it is yes it is uh, possible to monetize your channel like it's easier on youtube because on youtube once you cross certain number of views and subscribers youtube starts paying you but instagram doesn't do that so the only source of income would be through paid collaborations 
and uh, the the number of followers you have you depend like depends how many call collaborations you'll get and in most of the times they are not ready to pay according to your followers or they are not they want to do affiliate marketing sometimes so it depends like i i think if you are just working on instagram it would be um, okay to do your 9 to 5 job and then do instagram like create content on instagram for um the rest of the day when you say the rest of the day now looking at yourself <laughs> how much how much time <laughs> you spend on doing what you do as an as a content creator i i hate to ad- admit that but yes once you start creating content your just your mind doesn't stop thinking you are thinking about it every time like i am going to work on my way i am thinking about the next ideas like the next reel i'm brainstorming i'm i'm trying to sleep but my mind doesn't want to sleep because i'm constantly thinking about something or if i'm collaborating with a brand so my mind is thinking to deliver that to to work on the deliverables and to show my creativity so i would say it's 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 9 to 5 and then instagram so there is no gap in between that's the reality of being an influencer you you don't know to differentiate between the real and the real life no matter how hard you try to balance it but uh, i think uh, any content creator or influencer who is listening to this podcast would understand and would agree to it that you you you're every day you are just trying to bring a balance but it gets difficult with time so basically it's though it's not your main profession it does uh, it does follow you through the day yes uh, it does indeed content creation that you do yeah yeah so it's not it's not for someone who's not uh, kind of hardy has good nerves and uh, is willing to put in a lot of effort only it's only for such people right yeah it's not something i think uh, easily i think not only that uh, like as i talked about the online abuse and also the hate that you get i think anybody who wants to become an influencer or wants to create content these days you have to be really thick skinned otherwise people any day they are they are going to um, say a lot of things to you on internet because their identity is not known they have all the right to say anything to you and then there are like it takes a toll on your mental health as well so even only if you're ready for that kind of part as well the the problems like the imp, you the imposter syndrome a lot of people deal with this kind of syndrome because of the social media these days so all these things uh, also come along when you are trying to uh, have a life as an influencer you are mostly on instagram you said you have a youtube channel which you are not too active on so uh, it's just instagram But does one require a lot of technical equipment any investment uh, a better phone or a better camera or a better uh, audio system so that you can take make good reels and make good posts i think anybody who wants to start the 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 like initial struggle is to come up with nice nice content and uh, when for example when i started i had a very basic phone and uh, i didn't had any kind of um like extra equipments other than that i used to uh, shoot my videos on my own in selfie mode and then that was all i had but as i started gaining followers even people expect you to have 
good quality camera to have good sound if you are doing nice content they are also sometimes also comment that uh, it wasn't clear the picture the background is not clear so they they have certain expectations from you so that's the time when like after a few months i realized that i need a good phone so i bought bought just i like i bought a new phone with a good camera and i've been always creating content um, through my phone's camera and uh, i've recently ordered uh, the microphone as well because i think it's needed but i think for the initial part you don't really need those equipments it's only when you think that you're growing and then you are doing uh, work in the right direction you can start investing in all those equip equipments so it's it's, it's fairly reasonable something to start off yes. with not that yes. the earth that you have to prepare yourself for it yeah like uh, you just need good content you just need confidence in front of camera and then you're good to go and with time you can obviously see if people are liking your content they are interested in your content you can very well like then then is the right time to invest in all those equipments so do you still do it on selfie mode or you have someone help you now record things <laughs> it depends most of the times i do it on selfie mode or i have a gimbal i use that and uh, if i have somebody around me then i ask that person to help me for example my husband is when he's with me then i ask him but it's difficult to be with an influencer because you're already like you are in front of camera all time and sometimes your friends and your people who are traveling with you they get annoyed because you are too much into it but that's that's the reality of it you just can't leave that side of yours even if you are traveling even if you are outside so it becomes a part of you wherever you go that means basically if you're going shopping with your husband or something and you see something and say i want to make a reel of this immediately so he has to put up with that yeah he has to put up with that because you need to have a supporting partner because the person if the, the other person is not ready to support you the other person shows uh, that like disinterest he's not interested in what you're doing so you also don't feel motivated about the work like with the work what you're doing but uh, this uh, with that comes also like a nice feeling when you're able to help people and when people are able to recognize you for example there are times when i'm out when i am doing something and somebody just walks up to me and says hey are you just german things they don't remember my name most of the times but they say hey are you just german things so it gives you a feeling that you are doing something valuable then they say i was in india i was watching your content i have moved to germany now i messaged you that day so you know it gives you a feeling of uh, uh, uh it's it's a satisfying feeling at the end when people recognize you and they also appreciate your work and they meet you for example somewhere <laughs> most of followers you said that in the beginning you started off and make your focus still remains indians who are shifting to germany but uh, do you have uh, followers from other nationalities as well yeah i do have followers from a lot of different nationalities because uh, as as i Uh, also make content for people who are new in germany so it's not just indians it's always like the other europeans who are new in germany and they need help with uh, certain things or also from other asian countries they follow me and they want my guidance in some cases uh, and also the germans i would say not only just indians and other nationalities there are a lot of germans who follow me and they regularly watch my content and there are times when i get messages like i 
I like to see Germany from your perspective. So that's the reason I follow you and really appreciate your work. And when I talk about a German concept or a German culture, cultural thing, then there are Germans who would add something in DM and say, you know what, that's why this is uh, this is what we do on this particular day on this festival. So they give me more information so that I can talk about it on my stories. So it's a it's a really good exchange of ideas when I work and then I get to know from Germans as well. Have you ever tried using Twitter? Uh, no, <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> I'm so, I'm just, I have maintained a distance from Twitter. <laughs> Why is that? Um, I think, um, I don't know, because I, I personally, to be honest, I don't have an answer for that. It's just that <laughs> I never happened to use it. And then the more social media channels I explore, the more difficult it would be for me to manage. So that's why I'm concentrating one on one thing at one time. Yeah, so that's the reason I think uh, initially when I was working on YouTube, because making a video on YouTube takes a long time. That was the reason I was not cons like very consistent on YouTube because I was always focusing more on Instagram. And to, I, I have, tr I'm trying again, like back, like trying to work again on, on YouTube as well, but uh, it takes a lot of time. So I, that's why I did not add I, Twitter to that list because I'm I trying was, to balance first Instagram and YouTube. That does it take longer on YouTube because videos are more difficult to handle uh, technically. Yeah, it, it takes a lot, lot of time because more research because you are in front of camera for good 15 minutes and uh, it never happens in one one take. There are multiple takes and then, yeah. So I think with YouTube, the, the, the challenge is that you have to be really prepared for it. And then, but for example, on Instagram, I write normally long captions. That's how... That's my way of giving information because you cannot give so much information in 15, 20 seconds reel. So I, when I'm writing, I'm really confident. But when I'm talking in front of camera, then there, there are different takes involved and stuff. So I'm working back on YouTube, but I think I need more dedication for that. And uh, I'm hoping to get that dedication or to become better with time. I'll come back to my Twitter question, just a short one. Yeah, okay. Because you also feel Twitter has a slightly older audience and Insta has a younger audience and that is more, that's, 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 that's more your target audience also. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, you can say that. I would agree with you when you say that because the, the kind of audience on Twitter is completely different from the kind of audience we have on YouTube and on, um, let's say, Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'd like to come back to something which you had referred to initially, but we didn't really discuss very well. You said certain posts, when they go, all posts, when they go viral, uh, they get a lot of trolling and uh, people sort of pass all kinds of personal comments, which can hit home. So it's not something which I could imagine is easy to deal with, first of all. As you said, you've learned to ignore that. But it also means that it follows you. Somewhere you can ignore it, but it follows you. It tells on your mental health. It couldn't have been so easy. It could not even today be so easy to just shut it off. Would you agree? Yeah, I I totally agree with you because even if you uh if even if you become like even if you learn to handle with these things, and uh, you learn to ignore these things, there are times when it does uh affect your mental health. It's all detrimental to your mental health, and uh, no matter how hard you try 
to ignore there are times when a particular comment a particular um hate comment it just doesn't let you sleep because you took it to your heart so i think um, it's it's it becomes i as i said it becomes better with time but it's never perfect it would definitely affect your mental health it would take a toll on your mental health and that's the drawback and that's the uh the negative side of being an influencer and nobody can ignore that because when people are on social media they are not there only to get informative entertaining content they are there to just you know uh find people who they can criticize so there are specially accounts these days these accounts are there they are created just to troll people that's the only purpose so yeah you cannot ignore that part it's it becomes a part of it so actually if i were to sort of uh, take that a step forward you would definitely say that a very young person i'm talking about a teenager maybe just out of school or maybe even still in school it's not a very good idea for them to get into this business of content creation and influencer because they still don't have the maturity to deal with the trolling that they are going to probably um, meet up with yeah i totally agree with you because the most of the teenagers who want to start creating content they they are unaware of this um, dark side of uh, influencer life so if they are they are not mature enough to deal with that part it would eventually become really difficult for them to stay there for long time and uh, these days we see that teenagers they they are really passionate about something they want to do something but at the same time if they are not well prepared it can have really bad effects later on so i would say anybody who is mature enough to understand both the sides or he is aware of both the sides and who has um, a clear vision should be able to start something in this field so you would say it's not something exactly for a teenager as i was saying yeah right one should wait to be a yeah at least at least have some more world exposure more maturity and it always comes with more experiences and you know the time so if but ha- having said that the the truth is everybody and anybody is an influencer these days these teen- teenagers are doing really well because the kind of life they show and then especially uh, these uh, kids who are um, let's say into technology or these kids who are into fashion and they are showing something related to fashion they know that they are doing it quite well but we don't know what's at the back side what's the back story if they are able to handle it or not so i would say anybody who has more world exposure more maturity is the right person to uh, actually work in this field staying on here there's one more question i have and you say you constantly making reels or you knew you're at home you're thinking about when you go shopping you're sort of making a reel and putting it up or when you're out uh, traveling now aren't you giving people a peek into your private life as well isn't it with your yeah. personal experiences and your insta reels if one man follows you insta reels one is following your life in many ways so don't you feel it's an intrusion into your privacy yeah it is uh, it is indeed an intrusion but but once you are an influencer you decide to choose for such kind of like that's that's your own decision there are definitely blurred personal boundaries because um if you are posting consistently like what you're eating where are you going you never know who is following you or who is actually taking everything seriously or you new know, stalking you so uh, it 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 
it's actually sometimes it's scary to be uh, that public or to show your private life so publicly but uh, if you don't do that like as we know how the instagram algorithm works if you are not visible if you are uh, if there's a question to your visibility then people think that that the, my audience will forget me so that's that scares you and that makes you post even more where you are what you're doing even there are times when i try to stop myself that i don't have to post everything on instagram stories and reels and posts but eventually you end up doing it because you have somehow become addicted to it because that's how your life is now so even if i'm traveling for one day like i'm going to going on a day trip i'll keep posting where i am what i'm eating and there are these days when for example if i catch up with a friend after a long time i have this feeling that i'm meeting this friend after a long time but my friend would be but we see see you regularly it looks like we are connected to you because we we know that yesterday you were in the small eating that thing so if it it scares you somehow that people know what you're doing where you are but you are not really connected to people people are actually connected to you all the time but you cannot ignore that it it is um you end up doing it because because it becomes a part of it so yeah so it's something you have to accept that uh, when you sort of you work in this field your life is more or less on instagram yeah i think one can decide how much of your personal life should be visible to people it's not a necessary that it's not a necessity that you have to show everything to like people um, a lot of time you have to stop yourself and you know think that okay not everybody needs to know what i am like what i'm doing or where i am so there you're constantly struggling to maintain a balance but sometimes you also get carried away and then you post and people ask you oh did you buy this how was it can i also go to that mall so it's like you're consistently consistently struggling to maintain a balance but at the end it's not really easy to maintain that social media is more powerful than your mind yes it is indeed it it <laughs> takes over yeah it so it, it takes over no matter not the other way around you're not controlling it it's controlling you that's that's the dark that's the the bitter truth like even if you show to people that uh, you have a good balance you do a job and then you are creating content every i think every instagrammer every influencer would agree to me that at the end of the day they are also struggling to maintain that balance because it's not that easy once you start working on that uh, in front of camera once your life is public you have to always think where to stop and that thinking is a conscious thinking you have to constant consistently remind you that okay i think i need to stop there and do you stop uh, at times yes but if i always check my average screen time per hour so normally during the week i check check how was the last week and i compare so i try my best to uh, you know some on some days to have a limited screen time but it it's not always the case sometimes you just go with the flow and you forget that you're trying to actually control yourself so yeah if there, some days it's good you have the control over your life and some days it's like you completely give it to given and so media takes over your life it takes over yeah that's how it is <laughs> that's how it is yeah i know like when i think when i think back like when i think about the time when i was not on social media when i wasn't active so i think i don't even remember what kind of life i had imagine i can't even imagine going back to that life because it has become such an um such a necessary or i would say such an important part of my life that 
I can't even imagine it without being on social media anymore. So this 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 is the influence. So we are also getting influenced. You see, there's an influence on us is as there, well. <laughs> is there an element of narcissism in that that you like? Seeing I think yes, time? that comes along. Yeah. Um, I I think yes, it does come along because if you start getting popularity. if you start getting appreciation from people they they make you think that way that you are such an important person and uh, they appreciate you so this element also comes along but um, at the end i think again i personally try to be humble and i personally try to create content that should be my first goal i keep reminding myself and then it works well But you like seeing yourself up there now on 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 the on the on the on the phone. Yeah, there, I <laughs> who doesn't like that? It's once you start doing it, and then once you know that you're doing it right, um, yeah, you start enjoying that. A lot of people don't talk in front of camera, but I try different types of reels. So some there are recently I tried new concept where there are like different things, and I am uh, talking in background. There's a voiceover, and this. particular reel got viral again so i was like why not try this because i think i am able to um i am able to do that very well so i should try this more often so th- this is how you keep experimenting and you just don't stick to one type of strategy you keep on trying different strategies and sometimes it works out sometimes it's it's not how you expect it to be that was interesting andy so you i was one thing i do feel when i listen to you and you say that it is a little narcissistic you kind of like to see yourself all the time now i said i asked you a question earlier as to should the very young also be on the on instagram yeah. putting up this reel they're doing it but whether it's to be recommended would you also say it's actually for a very small age group this kind of thing because even a somewhat older person say is not very successful in these insta pages unless they're doing something really really outstanding yeah i think um most i think most of the teenagers who are doing it that's the that's the starting point that the element the element of narcissism that you start they are really confident in front of camera i remember when i was a kid i was a teenager we never actually recorded videos and other stuff like that okay, so it took you wasn't there but my technology was, wasn't there my question was say somebody above 45 or 40 or something like that you think that uh, they also get that kind of following or is because the, the audience which watches insta is probably a younger one also Yeah, I think well, it becomes difficult with age. For example, if I start, if I would have started doing it at age of eight, uh, like at forty-five, I think it would have been much difficult for me. So people, as you said, people like to watch a young audience because they have more energy and they have more creative ideas. I would not say creative ideas because anybody can have creative ideas because creativity has no age limit. But at the same time, the way you present yourself, I think at the somebody who is at the age of forty-five would concentrate more on informative part, and somebody who is younger would talk about all the glamorous sides, also the informative side, also the entertaining part. So I think that's what people like to watch because they have they want to see the variety and. Uh, right now and it's easy to influence people if you are at that age you are traveling you are meeting different people you have a big social circle so you are posting everything on social media so it becomes more inter- interesting for people who are watching you what are you working on now what's your next stream that you're going to make or you have planned to make 
<laughs> yeah, I have actually a lot of ideas in the upcoming weeks. For example, I'm working on things like how to uh, like if you get sick in Germany, what are the things that you have to steps that you have to take? For example, the uh, there's a doctor's note which is important. How does that work? So I'm working on that one, and then I'm also working on uh, also German language reels. For example, I'm preparing how to get ready for the interview in German. What are the common phrases you can use when you're applying for jobs? That is also my YouTube video. I'm working on that right now. The common German mistakes like German learners do. That is what I'm working on. And then also something interesting, like I noticed a lot of different things when it comes to dog laws, like having a pet in Germany and having a pet in any other country. What are the differences? What all one has to go through? So these are the ideas that I have in my mind and I'm working on all these ideas in this week. Great, Nandini. It was good talking to you. All the best with whatever you're doing and all these reads you're making. Keep it going. I think Thank you so the, much. The increasing following, up, uh, following that you have shows you're on the right track. And yeah. I'll see you on Insta soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Puneet. Thanks, Thank Thanks a lot for giving me this opportunity. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you had an enjoyable experience. Catch you in the next episode.